Do you struggle trying to really narrow down who your perfect ideal client avatar is? Like maybe you're finding yourself trying to work with everyone. Maybe you're more of a generalist and you're not quite sure how to niche down, how to narrow down. Well, if that's you, this video is specifically for you. I'm going to share a process I walked our clients through from stage that you can use. So grab a pen and paper because I'm going to show you exactly how to think through and how to walk through exactly how to identify your perfect clients and how you need to show up in the world in order to start attracting them. So if that sounds appealing to you, because I think all of us are in the business of attracting more of our best clients, then you're going to want to buckle up, sit tight, grab a pen and paper or take some notes. And without any further ado, let's get into the training. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kim, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. How to attract the right people into your business. The reason I think this is important is that once you identify who you are, what you stand for, it's really important to get clear on who it is you want to serve. And I'm going to share some examples with you to, you know, to make a bit more sense of this. So in your workbooks, it's called Avatar Attraction. We're going to go through these questions. We're going to do the work together. Before we get there, I'm just going to kind of lay the foundation, the context here. Here's a, just a simple way of thinking about this. What we're trying to do here is we want to go narrow and get very clear as opposed to being wide and vague. And what I mean by that is that how many of you guys are in a relationship? How many of you guys have been in really bad relationships? Let me know if you can relate to this. The people that you've attracted into your life that may not have been the best people at the time, what I've recognized is that I, maybe us, we didn't have our shit figured out and we attracted the wrong person, right? Because what we put out comes back to us. So what we want to do here is we want to figure out how do we attract the right people so that we're attracting bees to honey and the right bees to the right honey? Because really what we're doing with marketing, and when I think about marketing, it's really just building relationships. That's all marketing is. It's sharing a story. It's bridging the gap between where people are, where they want to go, and using the power of relationships to help them do that. Here's a simple, another way to think about it is, let's just say we were going scuba diving, a lot of different fish here, right? And let's say you're a fisherman. Do you want all these fish? I mean, maybe, but let's just say you were going for Nemo. Like, is Nemo in there? God forbid we should fish for Nemo. But let's just say you were a fisherman only for Nemo, as opposed to every other fish. If you knew that Nemo was your target, that's going to change the way you approach the whole thing. You're going to change the bait that you use, perhaps, unless you're like my dogs and you just, they would eat anything. But we want to get very clear because if we say that our stuff or us is for everyone, we end up attracting no one. Right? You can't be the person for, for everyone. Right? It's really important to, to, to really narrow down and be very, very clear. So don't be afraid to alienate 90% of the market to attract the 10% that actually wants to hear from you. Because it really is very much like a boomerang. What you put out comes right back to you. It's almost like a radio frequency tower. Is, you know, the message you're sending out is going to resonate with specific types of people that are going to be attracted to you. Even if you have similar businesses as the people around you, I guarantee your markets, your people are a little bit different. I have a, I, I don't know why, I have this weird tendency to attract menopausal women into my health business. And I'm thinking, is it because I was raised by a single mom who's kind of like this? I don't know, right? So that, that's kind of, that was, a, that was a thing that I kind of fought for uh, or fought with for a while. I'm like, well, maybe we should just change the messaging and the way we brand our business to actually attract the people we want to serve. And so that's what we're going to go through here. 
because it really is important to understand message to market match. And I'm going to share an example with you right here. Message to market match would be like, ladies, actually, sorry, gentlemen, you guys are in the market to buy some stuff. I've got a bra. Who's in? It's not going to happen unless you got the bro from Seinfeld's, right? It's different. <laughs> that was very clever, right? You know, that was good, but still a little bit incongruent. So what we want to think about is if we're appealing to menopausal women, why are we using images like that? I'm not saying that we are, but just hypothetically. Using an image on the right is never going to appeal to that type of woman on the left. Maybe a small minority of them. But again, as I mentioned earlier, we want to think about how do we speak to people in a way where we can relate to who they are, where they're at, because that's going to make a very big difference. So I'm going to show you two examples of uh, actual real world stuff. Woman's World Magazine. So this is a magazine that I was actually really fortunate to, uh, we had our uh, all day fat burning cookbook featured on the cover of this. They called it the, the tummy tuck diet. And then one of our mastermind members, Amanda, is she here or is she slacking? I don't know. Amanda, she was actually featured in the magazine with a three-page spread. It was pretty awesome. And Amanda was, um, they interviewed her and it was pretty cool. Anyways, Woman's Worlds. So I pulled this directly from their media kit. So the what they give to potential advertisers. So their kind of tagline is Woman's World is written for the traditional family-oriented working woman. 96% of the readers are women, 4%, maybe they're buying the magazines for their wives or spouses, I'm not sure, uh, of of being men, median age, 55, median household income, just over 55,000, okay? So just kind of like take a snapshot of that mentally. And I'm going to show you another woman's magazine, which is Women's Health. How many of you ladies read Women's Health? A few, how many of you read Women's World? Zero, cool. All right, so I want to just kind of highlight a small distinction here. So Women's Health, again, from their media kit is the must-have action plan for today's modern woman. So modern woman, a little bit different from family-oriented working women, a little bit, a small distinction. Obviously, they have nuances that they, they have more clarity on. So from beauty to style to fitness, women's health gives consumers the tools they need to make instant positive changes in their lives. Women's health propels consumers into action. So basically in the subtext of all that, basically what they said to advertisers is our magazine helps women buy stuff. That's, that's what they mean by put them into action. So 92% of the readers are women, median age 10 years younger, and median household income is about uh, $7,000 more. Now, the, I share that with you because I just want to sh- show you one small distinction. Just look at the covers, okay? Look at the woman. I, and I chose these two covers because they're similar but different. So woman in a bikini, woman in a bikini. Do you guys see the difference? So what I'm trying to get at is this woman is perhaps unattainable to the readers of this magazine. This woman is more approachable for women who read this magazine. And so it goes back to that picture I was showing, you know, the, you know, the, the hot flash woman and like, you know, the buffed fitness model. It's incongruent. So these magazines, these publications have this stuff dialed in. They know their avatar, they know their reader. And I want to encourage you guys to get granular here because the more granular you get, and I'm telling you this exercise is going to give you super, super clarity because what's going to happen after we finish this is you're going to have an image of the person in your mind. You can visually see who your avatar is. And when you have that, it's massively powerful. You're going to see that person like walk up to you in the street or they'll actually show up in your business. It's just crazy. So I want to give you two examples from our business, Healthpreneur. And you can have one avatar, you can have 10. There's no right or wrong way to do it. To, to keep things simple, we're just going to say one to start with for obvious, for, for obvious reasons today. So here is our first avatar. His name's Alan Smithson. This is a fictitious name, okay? A fictitious person. I made up the name. This is not a real 
picture, but the picture depicts what this person looks like in my mind. So Alan is a 44-year-old doctor of natural functional medicine with a desire to grow his online presence to impact more people than he can in his successful clinic. He's a former high school and collegiate athlete and still loves being active. He works out regularly, eats well, and takes care of himself. He's six foot, charismatic and dressed as well. He's got great taste in what he wears, whether it's jeans and a t-shirt or a casual two-button suit. So you see how granular I'm getting here? And this is actually not even that granular. Like we have, this is like the abbreviated version. He's married with two kids and loves spending time with his family and currently makes about 150000 per year through the online side of his business with the goal of reaching seven figures. His wife is beautiful and highly supportive of his business endeavors, even though she's not an entrepreneur herself. Alan loves his family, yet freedom is his number one core desire. His biggest challenge is breaking through to seven figures without working himself into the ground. He seems to be at a plateau and needs new insights to break through to the next level so he can leave a positive impact on the world, enjoy more freedom, and love his business and life again. Can any of you guys relate to that at all? That's, that's what I'm thinking, right? So yeah, I'll give you another example. So that's the first avatar. Second avatar is someone completely different. So her name is Jennifer Colt, and this is what she kind of looks like. So Jennifer is a 39-year-old fitness influencer. She's been focused on her career for years, but also has a young family, a young boy and girl under five. She loves helping others improve their health, but also loves business and reaching new heights. She dresses in style, but nothing too formal. She currently makes 300,000 online as an online fitness coach, but works way too hard and wants to scale her online business beyond seven figures while regaining more time back in her life. She wants to move away from doing one-on-one to more virtual evergreen programs, books, courses, and even supplements that she can, uh, that way she can help more people and have more time to spend with her family. She drives a white Land Rover. Seeing her success, her husband happily left his previous job to fully support on the tech, marketing, and operational side of the business. Her number one core desire is connection and thus she brings a warm authenticity to her marketing and loves spending time on social like Facebook and Instagram connecting with her fans. Her number one problem is committing herself to really putting the systems funnels in place to help her business grow. And she's overwhelmed by the sheer number of things she could be doing and she needs clear direction on what to do and what not to do. So different avatars, same businesses or the same kind of people we're trying to attract. And we have a few other avatars, but these are the two, you know, two of the big ones. There's a bit of overlap. You can see like, I just want to kind of point out a few things. Like she drives a white Land Rover. What the, what the heck does that have to do, right, with anything? It has everything to do because if you watch a Land Rover commercial, the person driving that car is very intentional for being in that car, right? And these are a lot of things that kind of slip through the cracks and are very unconscious for us. But if we can be conscious and aware of it and how we craft our brand around that, it becomes extremely powerful. Just want to jump in real quick. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I realized that I talk about the perfect client pipeline a lot. And if you're wondering to yourself, Yuri, you keep alluding to this thing, but what exactly is it? How does it work? How can it help me grow my coaching business or virtual health practice? And that's a very valid question because even when I speak with people, I ask them if they watch the masterclass and a lot of times they're like, no, I haven't seen it. So if you are wondering how it all works, if you want to know how this simple four-step business model has helped more than 1,300 and counting of our clients who are all health practitioners and coaches generate more than $217 million in their businesses without spending all their time on social media, without sending DMs, without doing launches, without building fancy websites, if you want to know exactly how it all works and if you want to see case studies that show the proof that it actually works, then 
let me hook you up. You can go over to my Instagram profile at healthpreneur on Instagram, or you can just type into your browser healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash 217. So 217, the actual numbers. If you type that in or that same link will be on my Instagram profile, click on that. It'll take you over to the page where you can register to watch the masterclass and then just go through it and you'll have a really good idea of exactly how we help our clients build their businesses using the perfect client pipeline. So once again, that is healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash 217 or go to my Instagram bio at healthpreneur on Instagram and click the link in my bio. I'll see you there and let's get back to the show. So are you guys ready to have some fun? All right. So we're going to do the work. We're going to get the brain working. It's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but we're going to do it now because this stuff never gets done day to day, right? That's why we're here. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go open up your workbooks. I'm going to give you guys a few minutes at each of the different stations. And at the end of all this, we're going to reconvene and we're going to do some peer shares. We'll get some people on the mics. I'm going to have you guys read pretty much your avatar to us. And I'm going to save a special question at the for the end of this. Um, but let's get started without any further ado. So first question is, this is such a great question that my good friend Dean Jackson um, has just like implanted into my mind. Uh, Dean Jackson runs I Love Marketing. He's one of the smartest marketers on the planet. And he says, which I stole, if you only got paid after producing a result for your customer or client, who would be the ideal customer or client for you to work with? You can replace work with with like people to buy stuff from you if, if you're not doing the one-on-one or virtual coaching, okay? This is a really, really important question to think about because, so let me ask you guys this. Is it easier to sell shoes to someone who loves shoes or is it easier to sell shoes to someone who needs shoes? Loves them, Right? And this, this is the dilemma, is because we all want to help people who need our help, but sadly, not a lot of them are willing to take the action to do the stuff we, we think they need to take. So it's a lot easier to target and speak to people who are already drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Let's say CrossFit. CrossFit is generally attracting people who are pretty active, right? I don't think a newbie is doing CrossFit. If they are, they're not going to be doing much of it very long. So I want, to say, I want to give you guys, I just want to kind of plant that seed. I want to give you guys a few minutes to think about this. I want you to write this out. I want you to think about if I only got paid after they got a result, who would be the best person to work with? Because if you gave a program, let's say you're helping someone lose weight and you give a program to someone who's 300 pounds, right? Let's look at the biggest loser. The reason they're on that show is because they can't do that stuff on their own. They need someone there holding their hand to show them what to, to, to do the workouts because if they did that on their own, it'd be very challenging for them to do. So if you are only getting paid after that person got a result, like what's the success rate there? It's going to be pretty small. So it's not to say that we can't help people like that, but to really give your business less friction, who would be the best person who would take action on what it is you have to offer? That if they only gave you money after they got the results, it'd be all good. Does that make sense? So if someone came to you and they said, I need to lose hundred pounds, well, you're like, cool, here's my program. It's 247. Instead of that scenario, they come to you, they say, I need to lose hundred pounds. You're like, great, here's this program. I'm only going to ask you for the money once you've lost hundred pounds. So someone who's 300 pounds, again, I'm just, terrible generalization here, but that person might take a very long time and maybe never versus somebody else who maybe is more motivated, who's already active and eating well, they might get that result quicker. And, you know, in the first place, which means that they would actually be paying you as opposed to never getting paid for what it is you're doing. So I'm not saying that you have to give everything away for free. 
and then track down people for money after. But it's just a thinking exercise. If that were the case, who would be the best person for you to work with, either as a customer to buy your stuff or as a coach? Is that good? Okay, so I think what I'd like to do here, or not what I think, what I'd like to do is bring this full circle and I want to just kind of open the mic. So we'll have one of our awesome volunteers back there to drop the mic around. And here's what I like is um, just lift your hand or I'll start pointing fingers. So two things I'd like you to share is one, what was the insight? Like what was the big realization you had during this exercise or doing this exercise? And then second is I'd like you to read your avatar bio. Is that cool? All right, so who'd like to share what they've come up with? Miles, go for it. The epiphany is that when you start writing in the words of the other person, and I've done it in the first person as if I'm that woman that I always wanted to be, and, <laughs> and then you start to feel the way they feel, which means you start writing differently than you in, thought you would write, and suddenly you come up with something that, that feels more realistic and you're listening awesome. to the person who wrote it. Very cool. So I wrote, I am between 40 and 60. I'm a professional woman, and my first name is Stuckbutt. My surname is... There has to be more than this. I'm following a really busy lifestyle that society says I should live. I'm not giving myself enough of that true quality time. I have even forgotten what that is. I am dedicated working at work, and I am dedicated working at home. I'm looking after and caring for my family, driving the kids to school, and to their extracurricular interests. I have no time for me or passion in my relationship, which is now suffering as a result. My family does not support that need or desire, because I don't reveal it. My husband is ignorant, not stupid, and not uncaring of what is really going on inside. I am not a priority even in my own life, and I feel stuck. I have lost my identity. I don't even give myself permission to be who I want to be and have the health and happiness I know I deserve. Health-wise, doing what everyone else is doing, which is just not working for them either, I am a true health seeker. I truly want to change but I'm ignorant of truly how damaging my lifestyle is to me, or I'm ignoring it. I'm suffering the symptoms, and I am managing them through medication or other, and I really want to do something about it, but having tried everything, I've followed everyone else's advice, and not getting it and not feeling it and not changing it, I feel unwell and unhappy still. I have had enough. There has to be another way, and I know deep inside that I could be healed. That's great. Really good. Could you guys like see that as a commercial? Like how powerful that that would be? Like that's that's a really really well done, Miles. That's really good. And that's that's the power of this is like you get you can see that person in your mind, right? Or maybe you're thinking of someone in your life who's kind of like that. Great job. Who's up next, Mr. Vincent? My aha was that uh, while writing my avatar, I came up with all sorts of polling questions that I could ask my audience to further refine who my avatar really is. Yeah. Because right now the avatar is is slightly just in my imagination, mm-hmm. uh, but based on non-polled understanding of my audience. So my avatar is a 46-year-old woman. Her name is Sarah Lockhead. She has always been a hard worker, had the typical life, went to college, entered the workforce, met her husband, had two to three kids. She loves being a mom, and her goal is to make her children and her husband happy. She spent years putting them first. She was a soccer mom active in after-school activities, volunteering, but over the years neglected nurturing herself and developed a feeling of emptiness inside. Her life has become something she doesn't like. Her husband and her don't feel as passionate as they once did for each other. She doesn't feel the same level of fulfillment she used to from her work. She is fed up and would love to escape, eat, pray, love, 
fashion for a year. She's bloated and tired and mentally exhausted. She's hungry for a solution to help her feel better and be happy with the person that she sees in the mirror. Awesome. Good job, Vince. So as you guys are doing this exercise, can you start to visually see that person in your mind? Like it would be easy if you found a photo to be like, this is kind of the person I'm thinking of. It's a lot easier, right? Like you have the visual image and that's really powerful because when you have that, like I showed you that intention earlier from my manifestation manual, when you have that clarity of like like the image visually, everything else just falls into place so much more easily. So one more share, Rick Cohen. All right. So I'm a 52 year old software executive, college athlete, always enjoyed being outdoors and competitive. I live in the Pacific Northwest and I work for Microsoft. I have three kids and I take them to soccer and hiking and camping. I I try and work out in the mornings or after work and competition in racing is important to me for community as well as to continually challenge myself to stay fit. Um, I compete to sort of escape the daily stressors of life, but I also use events and races as a way to travel and um, get away from the everyday life. Getting older, but I still know I can improve. I eat well, and I'm not really fanatical about how I eat. I pay attention to it, and I know I need nutritional supplements to maintain um, that edge. I'm looking for something simple, proven, and comprehensive. Awesome. Good job. And the insight, aha, that you had through the exercise? Well, this... I just need to niche. So there, you know, the, these are some of the people that w- we already have. Yep. So it's really trying to figure out how to, you know, define and continue to capture the, those people. Awesome. Yeah. Good job. Excellent. Just want to leave you guys with one thing: is this what we've just done here? Is really building empathy, right? Because now you can use this in your in everything you do: Facebook posts, the messaging on your website, the way you connect with people, telling your story, webinars on video. This is powerful stuff. Because you're basically saying, I understand you because I'm that person or I know someone like you. And that's really going to make a big difference in attracting the right people to your business. So great work. Excellent. Good stuff. I'm actually speaking with one of my good friends from way back, Sean Hadsel. So in this business deep dive, I'm walking through what Sean's business model looks like, breaking down all the numbers and giving him one really important first step to improve the quality of people showing up on the calls and most importantly, getting people to show up on those calls. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next is if you're not already subscribed to the Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.